I literally just looked up shirtless anime men, and here we go. All right. <laughs> I like it. Welcome, well, everybody. It kind of works. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know oh, how we- much of that you heard. <laughs> oh, we didn't know you were there. Oh, my. We didn't know you were there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> For us? <laughs> Welcome back to Big Mood. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Devin Clegg here. Well, Hi. actually, did you change your name at all? Did you no. change your name? No. Okay. I didn't. Still Clegg. Okay. Yay. Yay. Good. Can <laughs> we say, Devin, are we allowed to say what show you're on or do we just say reality TV? Oh, shit. TV? No, we can't. Yeah. Okay. Well, oh, let's just say she's oh, on reality okay, okay. TV. She's yeah. on a reality TV show. Um, and you go to her Instagram and find out which one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should change <laughs> your Zoom name to your Instagram so people can know oh, where yeah, to find so you. Oh, that is my Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I don't got any cute names for mine. Okay, wait. At Hell yeah. There you go. That's we'll actually make the best sure that We'll make sure it's in there. Yeah. There we go. So she's in a she's in a reality show. We can't say which one, but I'm sure you guys, if you guys do a quick Google, you'll be able to find it. <laughs> Some Google queens right now. Yo, don't mm-hmm. Google my don't Google my name. It's the literally the ugliest screenshots of the <laughs> world. Oh my god. <laughs> well, that's well, actually what I wanted. Yeah, thank you for being here today. I I, I actually wanted to talk about that the most on on today's episode is I just don't think people understand. Um, we all watch reality TV. We all like reality TV. I mean, people that say they don't watch it, they're lying. It's a guilty pleasure that we all have. And I think the reason, because, uh, you know, Steve and I were talking about this, how we really didn't get into reality TV until this past year. And I think we like it because you kind of form opinions on people right away with whoever you're watching it with. And then you just talk shit together. Yeah. And like you talk shit about people that you don't yeah. see as people. Like they're not real in your in your head. But then uh, I think it gets out of hand when people start going on social media and harassing these people and like really, really treating them like they're not people. I mean, uh, for us, it's just like a fun thing we do in our living room. We're like, oh, we're on this person's side. Oh no, now we're on this person's side. But, you know, the the way that people treat reality TV stars afterwards, I feel like it gets really personal. So I wanted you to talk a little bit about that um, and and how your experience has been both like on the show and then the aftermath. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think with reality TV, it is one of those weird things because we're inviting you into our lives. So it's like, yes, you get that open opinion. But I think the problem is with my certain reality TV show, it blew up and it's currently like one of the most popular shows right now on that certain network. And for some reason, this fan base, (laughs) it's not necessarily a fan base. It's a hate base. Right. I've seen that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, like, Jess is always what, messaging me about it. <laughs> imagine what we get and then just like times up by like a thousand. I can't. Right? I yeah, feel no, for pretty much. People. Pretty mm-hmm. much. It's it's really bad. There's uh, with this certain TV show, at least I haven't seen this with other uh, reality TV shows is there's like all of these uh, fan pages and groups with like 500,000 followers. And it's just about like exposing our personal lives, uh, like trying to dig for the truth and that kind of stuff because they just want to keep getting to know more and more. And unfortunately, what you see on TV, you see snippets. And so uh, for this certain fan base, like me and the castmates have just came to the conclusion that they feel like they own the show and we're kind of like invading on it. Uh, So it it can get really nasty and bad. I've had uh, hate mail 
uh, I've had people call like CPS on me. I've had people <gasps> call. Jesus. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. I had, uh, like someone sent like, um, what is it? The dog police. I'm not sure. <laughs> Uh, oh, like animal animal control, animal control uh, to my mom's house uh, to take uh, Jihoon's dog, like that kind of stuff. And it's like they do this because they want like, I think they think we're filming 24 seven and then they can make like a story. Oh. out of it. I don't oh know my why gosh. they do it. Like there's it's, no editing involved. It's so yeah. insane to me. It's so crazy to me how people don't <clears throat> kind of understand. Like, look, if you don't work in entertainment and media, I totally understand you don't know like certain things, but it's just so insane to me that people don't understand timelines, you know? Mm -hmm. Like for instance, there are times when we would film like 24 episodes in one day and then the comments would be like, why do they always wear the same thing every day, all the time? Do they only own one shirt? And it's just like, how do you not, like would they freak out if I was standing no right in front in of that. them? <laughs> yeah, like do you guys remember that episode of Friends where um, Joey is dating a girl who's crazy? She's like, wait, wait, if you're on TV, how are you standing in front of me too? You know what I mean? It's insane to me that people don't understand time when it comes to media like this. It's insane to me how much time people spend investing into other people's Mm -hmm. life after the show is over. Mm -hmm. Because like for me, like I said before, it's like we're watching in our living room for an hour, maybe two hours, we're binge watching or whatever. And then when we turn it off, we don't think about it anymore. Like it's not like we don't go find those people and harass them and like ask them why they made their life choices or or whatever. And it's crazy to me how invested people get. And I, I don't know what type of people what like happened in their childhoods that made them be this way but it's it's amazing how big a scale it is like it's a mass amount of people and sometimes i go follow i go look at uh, reality tv stars um instagrams or like their twitters or, or whatever just to read their comments and make sure that they're okay like mentally like the way that they're handling their comments says a lot about how they are handling their lives mm-hmm. and it like so many times i've wanted to just like fight for them because it's so it's so brutal and people just don't understand and people don't understand that editing makes the show look make you look a certain way yeah the network has a lot of control over the storyline that they want to and like so i know i i've I've been messaging with devin for like that's the beginning bro it's been like a year one year it's been (laughs) a while yeah she knows everything (laughs) i think i messaged her because um someone said oh because we were watching the show and someone was like oh i think there's someone who watches jk that's also on the show so i was oh. like oh let me go fi- figure that's out who cute. it is <laughs> yeah i've been watching it forever I think I, I think I reached out and i was like hey girl <laughs> oh that's so cool I, I, was such a fan girl. I was like oh my god i watch you on youtube all the time that's so uh, cool i love it yeah i remember hey. at one point i was messaging you and i was like hey these comments are ridiculous like don't take that shit personal but i think mm-hmm. now after like a year you've kind of grown like you've grown to know definitely how to right yeah, no. So the beginning was bad because I feel I feel like there's a huge difference between because I started YouTube just recently. And I feel like there's this huge difference because reality TV, for some reason with me, it just happened really fast. And that fan climb just happened so fast. And I feel like at least in different industries, you kind of build up to that. But this was like, boom, it's in your face. You're not ready. You're not prepared. They don't tell you this. And it just happened all so fast. Like I felt like a normal person. And then all of a sudden I have like thousands of people like just messaging me about my kids, like 
my parenting, all this crazy stuff. Ooh. And it's like, they don't know, you know, they don't see like everything. And so at first I did not handle it well because a lot of them like attack kids on that show. And it's not just my kids that get attacked, but these adults like will attack the kids on the show. And uh, yeah, and I'm a mama bear. So of course I'm going to freak the fuck out because those are my babies. And so with that, I did not handle it well. I would go off on people all the time, but as time like passed, I've kind of gotten used to it. Um, With this show, it's really weird. There's just anything you do is going to turn into an article. (laughs) (laughs) I've been in Utah for like two days and it's already all over. And they're like, oh, why is she in Utah? Why is she in America? Trouble in paradise. Yeah. And it's just like so crazy, but now I've kind of handled it a little better, but I'm still like weird about my kids and I always will be weird about my kids when they attack me. You should. Yeah. And like, for me, it's, I'm fine now. It doesn't bug me. The only thing that really bugs me is so many people think I got plastic surgery when I fucking didn't. Dude, like, your no, pictures, I didn't. girl, what did you do? Cause your makeup got better or something. Cause I was like, well, <laughs> damn, like in the last, I don't know, a couple months, like your yeah. look has gone creep. Dude, like yes, it, it's, it's almost new. like it's like high school makeup to like college makeup. Like, yeah, exactly. whatever you did, you glowed up, girl. Bitch is Facetune. <laughs> no, Can we love our, we love ourselves me? an honest bitch. We love honest bitches. <laughs> yeah, well, no, you know, when it, I was watching the show, uh, I was like, that she, you guys, you guys look very similar. I kept thinking I was watching Jess. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, yeah. Like certain facial expressions you guys make. Like, look right now. You guys just made the exact same. Look at. <laughs> this is brunette jess this you is just another universe you holy shit video you know i used yeah. to have brown hair gina i know yeah I don't, i'm not used to i'm not used to brunette anymore this is fucking dope wait i can see the change i can see the difference well, okay so wow. to be yeah. fair to be fair i did not do my makeup on the show i did not okay. do that oh to be fair so <laughs> I don't know what they were going for. I don't know what they were trying to do. I got in trouble for saying this, but I don't give a fuck because I've already said it so many times. So (laughs) I don't know if they like wanted to make me look weird on the show to like downplay, like to add drama to make it look like I'm a catfish. But it's like I've been FaceTiming uh, Jihoon for like five months at that point. Uh, And they they hired like a makeup artist. And um, I was eight months pregnant filming. And I think a lot of people forget that I was pregnant. Yeah, you looked hot as fuck. Like, yeah. you did, I, you. I completely forgot that you were pregnant the whole time. I watching. would, I would give you all my credit cards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I. Uh, they did my hair and makeup, and with the show, um, I have a lot of tattoos. I am very. Uh, the way I dress is very tomboy, and I guess they didn't like that. Uh, so, of course, they hit all my tattoos they kind of wanted me to look more girly and like kind of go for a k-pop feel like a (laughs) korea boo feel um and i'm not gonna say what show it is because you know i can't do that but i'm just saying that i can say this without (laughs) saying the name but they tried to make me look like a korea boo at all costs uh and they did the same thing to jihoon as well it helps the storyline right it does yeah yeah 
it sucks for me because I look like fucking poo, but it's fine. Uh, <laughs> I remember there was like, there was, I don't know if it was um like on Instagram somewhere or like some shitty TMZ thing or something, but there was like an image of you where like your eye shadow was like kind of fucked up. Like it wasn't blended out or something. Yeah. And then like people were talking so much shit and I was like, oh my God, how embarrassing is that? Like Dude, it's to pick so a makeup artist, like who? Who hires that? Or so like, people don't well, blame the makeup artist; they blame the person. <laughs> I know, and they did. They did this show on purpose because uh, you know I, the I, real Housewives of Beverly Hills and all yeah. that. Their makeup artist isn't doing them that kind of dirty. So, <laughs> no, they did me dirty for sure. It's it's like weird because it was just us that they did that to, and for some reason, like we still don't know why. They, but they just didn't like the look. They they said I couldn't have my tattoos on TV for copyrights. I think that was their what? excuse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh-huh. But but I did I did get lip fillers. I'm very open about that. I got lip fillers and I did get my teeth fixed. So those are the only things I've had. Same other girl, than that, I got my teeth. Yeah, fixed I, did. Too. I didn't get I lip fillers. I want to do that. Though, I want to do that. You guys next. got matching teeth now too. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ooh. Um. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Jimmy. I didn't realize that they controlled. I mean, like, I know that reality TV controls a lot, but I didn't realize it was like all the way down to your look too, like going into makeup every day. Because I'll have you know now, I'm surprised that you said you had a makeup artist in the show every day because I've been watching like some old episodes and some of those people needed makeup artists. Like, how are you going to go on <laughs> national TV with a giant ass pimple on your face and just and lipstick on your teeth, you know? So I was really surprised to hear that they have a makeup artist for you. Yeah, it was was just for me. Um, Like, I think uh, season, the next season that's about to come out, uh, there was a little bit more um, involved with the hair and makeup. Like, they did pick how they wanted that a little bit more uh, with season two, which sucks because I just really wanted to look like Devin the the entire season and it's just one of those things that i i just felt like i wasn't portrayed right and that's the one thing i hate because uh, then it does start up the plastic surgery rumors like nose jobs and that kind of stuff but all it is is styling and the fact that you know i'm not pregnant anymore <laughs> <laughs> right my face isn't all filled out with that might be it maybe <laughs> Like how is it living i was gonna say um i'm really curious like how is it actually living in korea are you allowed to talk about that? Oh yeah, I'm, I can okay. talk about Korea. That's like fine. the difference between like living, you know, here and there. Like, what's the best takeaway, or like, would you not expect? Um, I went to a nightclub. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> is it, was it a booking club? It was not a booking club. I did oh. not go to a booking club. What's um, a booking club <laughs> for the other white to the other white people out there? <laughs> a booking club is. Um, do you want to explain it? No, you can. I want to hear your take on oh, okay. it. <laughs> so I know about this because back when I was a go-go dancer, I would go-go dance at booking clubs. And my my, well, my my older brother, my my friend, um, he was like head security there. And my friends were like, you've never been to a booking club, have you? And they took me. So a booking club is a Korean thing where um, guys can go in and they can buy tables and like sit down, get drinks and stuff like that. So think of it like, think of it like a big cheesecake factory with a bunch of tables with a giant dance floor in the middle and all the men buy tables there's music loud music djs dancers whatever and the girls okay so literally the waiters there will grab the girls and be like hey come sit at this table and they'll like pimp you out to like each table like come sit here sit here sit here wait the patrons like no yeah 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 so the waiters will grab you and have you sit on men's like at men's tables like hey meet these guys meet these guys so it's like it's almost like speed dating 
the Korean way. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. The code is um, so it's kind of an understanding where if the guys offer you a drink, that means they like you and they're like, they want you to stay. But if they're just like, oh, hey, they don't offer you a drink, then you can just be like, "Um, okay, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Uh, I'll be back. And then you just never come back. Or if the other way around is if you don't like the guys, even if they do offer you a drink and you don't like the guys, just like, Oh, I, I need to go see my friends. I need to go to the bathroom. So what's the expectation here? You're going to hook up? Or? Yeah, it's yeah, like a dating yeah. thing. Yeah. You you have to hook up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you stay, you're hooking up. No, I, I haven't been to a club like that. Uh, Jihoon has. Um, he went to those all the time. He tells me all about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> they, do have, they do have special wristbands that my uh, friend always gave me. It's like a bright yellow wristband that tells the waiters, do not bug this girl, don't grab her. So she's off the mids. Yeah, exactly. So like she's in a relationship or something? Or just don't grab she's her. She's just but, there to like dance. Um, yeah. I went to Hongdae. It's a pimp in place. Freaking love it. It's so cool. Um, it's very like just party central. There's like 30 nightclubs in like one street, right? And I don't really have anything to compare it to just because I've actually never been to a nightclub in America. Uh, I did never experience that, but I got I mean, to- are you trying to... Trying to go out, I, dude. Or, I'm trying. <laughs> bro, I'm when they never, open up, let's go. Right? Like, <laughs> no, I've never went to a nightclub. I've never had a sleepover. I've never done like jack Aww. shit. And I'm like, I was complaining about it uh, to Jihoon, and he's like, "Okay, I'll take you to a club." And I was like, "I don't want to go to a club. You know, guys are gonna like be up on me." And he's like, "No, they're not." Like, I was like, "Just uh, watch." Yeah, and then I did go. <laughs> what? Excuse yeah. you. That's he it. We're said going. that, and I was like, "Bet." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um no, it's interesting. So I'm gonna go off based on my friend's experience in movies, but it, <laughs> so the Korean nightclubs are really interesting. So like everybody's really fucking beautiful. Sorry, I curse too much. I need to stop doing that. No, really you are. You um, know who you're with? <laughs> Thirty seconds, central. but everything after that. <laughs> yeah, uh, everyone's really freaking beautiful. Like all the guys look like they just came out of a K-pop video. Everyone's really tall, which is nice because I'm five nine. So like it's it's just heaven on earth for me and the visuals are great but um what they do is like they they know you come in with a dude right so what they do is they wait for your dude to leave to go to the bathroom (gasps) right (laughs) are you serious yeah and like they would watch me right and they would just wait for him to leave and he would leave to go to the bathroom and they don't even ask you they don't do anything they just come right up to you grab your arm and pull you straight to their table and you know like i don't know if it's because i'm a foreigner but uh they they just really want to practice English. Like if you're a foreigner, you go to nightclub, like you're gonna be getting cute. pulled left and right. And so this guy pulled me. He was this cute little dorky guy, whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> he had some major balls, but he was like really short. He was like overweight, this cute little boy with you know glasses. So Couldn't... like the only ugly one in the club. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. And I think he was <laughs> like, watch adorable. boys. Yeah, he yeah. was so adorable until okay. he got creepy. But <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. No, he's not adorable. Him. yeah so mm. he like gets me a drink he's like dancing he's trying to talk to me i can't even remember what the heck he said but he was whispering in my ear and then that's when he like licked my ear what? <laughs> Ew. and i was like i need to get out of here and so <laughs> jihoon finds me and this dude doesn't save me he just hands me a drink and says have fun oh what wait yeah jihoon does that yeah Wait, what? was he like mad funny. or he just like didn't give a shit? Or no, he, he thought it was funny. 
uh, he, I hate that, dude. I know. He just thought it was like a blast. Is he an Aries? Some... <laughs> Shit, I don't know. His birthday is February. I don't know. Not an Aries. Not an Aries. Aquarius or Pisces. <laughs> Yeah, he's he's interesting, but like uh, <laughs> he's, I did, he's interesting. I, he's interesting. I ditched the dude. I'm looking for him, and then this like beautiful guy comes up to me. He's talking to me, and uh, you know, Ji Hoon like sees us. I'm like, yes, he's gonna come save me. It's fine. He's gonna get mad. This beautiful, beautiful guy is mm-hmm. talking to me. He's like the most beautiful guy in the nightclub. He obviously had a lot of money because he had like fifteen thousand dollar bottle, like. He, he had wow. money. What was his name? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't remember. Which club was so beautiful. Uh, he was like 6'2". He had that buzz cut, like, you know, the classy one with the dark hair and the turtle. He was good looking. Uh, <laughs> and uh, he was just being very flirtatious. And the whole time, I just really wanted to leave. And I'm like, Jihoon's just staring at me. And I'm waiting for him to come save me like he should you know, like you throw hands or something. Right. And he's just sitting there smiling and laughing. <laughs> Maybe. Do you think he enjoys it? Like, you know, some men are into that fetish wise, um, you know, they're like seeing their chick with it being wanted by other dudes. No, because like once I got away, he like got really angry at me and started a fight in the car. What? Yeah. No, 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 no. That's not how it works. That's not I how know. it fucking works. Yeah. He's, he's a, uh, he's something else. Um, but it was interesting because like the way in like I noticed about the guys in Korean nightclubs is they're like super like respectful, even though they're like grabbing up on you, but they're doing it in like a respectful way. <laughs> and the ear lick? Is it respectful? So they lick your ear? Is it respectful really? Or is it just foreign and you're like, oh, it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy. So like I had a tube top on and he was like fixing it and pulling it up, making sure like my boobs weren't falling out and making sure I looked good, fixing my hair. And he was like, there you go. You look beautiful now. Uh, yeah, they're just very like. My titties up. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, they're just like super like it's like this weird romantic thing where they just grab your arm and they make you feel like a princess for five minutes, except for the ear liquor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like going off of like my friends when they go to nightclubs in America, I just see like a lot of grinding and like all that kind of stuff. But like in Korea, it just felt like this cute little romantic moment. Uh, but that was nice. That was like a long ramble. But yeah, I loved that about Korea. Um, the food's great. Um, I have an intercom system inside my apartment and get woken up every day by it. So that's great. Well, um, in your apartment, when you go home, are you sleeping with comfortable sheets? Are you sleeping with comfortable bedding? <laughs> because if not, you really should check out Buffy. Good Might job, I Nikki say? Good thank job, you. Thank you. Welcome to our stream, Devin. Yeah. <laughs> we warned Devin that she you would feel very used when we do a transition <laughs> but i just gotta say that i genuinely fuck freaking love buffy uh especially if you sleep with someone else that is a hot bodied night sweat type of person and needs something a little cooler at night while you like to feel comforted highly recommend buffy it's the most comfortable bedding everything's made from ultra smooth eucalyptus fiber that feels softer than cotton it really really does eucalyptus fiber is breathable and cool to the touch to help maintain the ideal sleeping temperature and feel cozy without overheating they offer everything from cult favorite comforters to pillows and sheets i have everything by the way i have the sheets i have the pillow covers i have the duvet covers you need it all 
Uh, it's earth friendly. All the products are cruelty free, hypoallergenic, no down feathers or animal products in there. Customers love Buffy. The products have almost 20,000 five star reviews. I'm like half of those. Plus an overall rating of 4.6 <laughs> stars. Believe the hype. Buffy order, uh, Buffy right now offers a free trial. You can Try a comforter in your own bed for free. And if you don't love it, you can return it at no cost. For $20 off your Buffy comforter, visit Buffy.co and enter mood. Once again, that's $20 off your Buffy comforter. Visit Buffy.co and enter mood. Mood. You know what else uh, I would like to do is give another shout out to our other sponsor, DoorDash. Kevin, are you hungry? Kevin, are you hungry all the time? I miss American (laughs) food so much. But don't you hate cooking? (laughs) <laughs> oh, I oh yeah, I hate cooking, especially scrambled eggs and bacon. Do you wish that you can get American food delivered to your door, Devin? All the time. Oh my gosh, stop time. guys, stop making her do that. Three hundred thousand okay. restaurants. Okay. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right now, right to your door. We all know this. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app. Choose what you want to eat and your food will be left safely outside your door with our with the new contactless delivery drop off setting. You've counted on restaurants. Now they're counting on you. While the dining rooms may be closed, they're still open for delivery. Um, Many of your favorite local restaurants really need the support right now to stay alive during the pandemic so order something if you got the extra cash like just support the local restaurants guys um also right now our listeners can get five dollars off their first order of fifteen dollars or more and zero delivery fees for their first whole month when you download the doordash app and enter code big mood that's five dollars off your first order and zero delivery fees for a month when you download the doordash app in the app store and enter code big mood for five dollars off your first order with doordash Big mood. Big mood. Big mood. Big mood. All right. I wanted to ask you, Devin, about um, also. So you're de- so you're off a reality show TV. You're dealing with people that think they know your lives life and like want to comment on it and want to hate you for it. And then, then you're also in a foreign country and dealing with the culture shock of that. How do you balance? Like, how do you keep saying? I don't. <laughs> okay. Like I'm crazy, bitch. I don't. I have mental breakdowns all the time on live streams. I can't imagine. <laughs> no, it's it's really That's a lot. Oh yeah, it, it it's a lot because not only is it reality TV and and you know so many people are watching you. It's like this weird kind of fame because it's like. I may not have a large following on social media, but if I go out in public in America, I get stopped because they feel like they can just because it's it's a TV show. So it's one of those weird situations. And same in Korea, I get stopped too. And um, I don't trust people. I, I can't have mm-hmm. friends. Um, in Korea, I made a friend group and they leaked like my uh, miscarriage. They leaked all this information about me. Oh. Yeah. So I've had to cut almost everyone out of my life and it's been rough. And so what I'm doing now to deal with it is I'm just like focusing on fun things like side projects I can do for myself and that kind of thing. Like, um, while I'm in Utah, I'm trying to like hang out with like the friends I can, which is weird by the way, because, you know, with this reality TV fame, I was like, oh, hell yeah. I can't wait to have all these fake ass bitch friends. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I've never had friends. I was like, freak. Yeah. I can't wait. 
I'm going to have all these friends. I don't care if they're fake. They're going to just be my friend. It doesn't matter. But like, I, I just hung, I was talking to Jess about this. I just hung out with like my real friends that I've been friends with for like 10 years. And he ghosted me after hanging out. And I'm like, what? what? Yeah. So like, um, my friends are like ghosting me instead of like, you know, having all these awesome fake friends. I don't know which one I prefer, but it's like super weird. It's a super weird lifestyle, especially Korea. Um, I don't have friends out there. Jihoon does not speak English. I know bare minimum Korean. Uh, And then with us, we were in quarantine since January in Korea. So I was locked in the house for a very long time. And then on top of filming for the next season, it's just been a lot Um, because it's unfortunate because I can't justify things. I can't tell the truth on what may have been cut out or how like what really happened, that kind of stuff. So it sucks because you're in this weird monopoly and you can't fully like say anything. And so that's why it's because you signed an NDA or something. Yes, exactly. You like sell your soul to the reality TV gods. They'll make you famous, but they're like taking full control of your life. Right. Like Mm -hmm. you're kind of, and they get to set the narrative. That's what I really hate about that. Um, I also had a question because, uh, so I got really curious about the whole um, process of reality TV stars, because I'm currently watching an old season of love Island. And in that season, two of the people in it, took their lives and I just ruined it for me and I couldn't I couldn't watch it the same way anymore after that yeah and and so it made me go down this rabbit hole of what sort of care are these people being given like afterwards to deal with it mentally and and, like because that's a huge just like just trauma um so like uh, apparently on this show on Love Island um they say that there's a pre- care where they like screen people for making sure that they're sane and mentally stable first and then they they have aftercare where Mm -hmm. uh they set up set you up with a psychologist and make sure that you have a therapist to talk to but um do is it that way across the board on all reality tv shows is it was it like that for you what was their process like definitely not uh i think i think (laughs) they bitch you in or not Okay. Yeah, they, they find people who are messed up. Like, that's the point. You it know, seems they, like they try to find, yeah, like there's yeah. something crazy about this person or they're broken in this way or we can exploit their mm-hmm. life for one reason or another. For sure, it's like they're trying to do that. Yeah, for sure. And like with with us and, and like I feel like with my castmates, um, none of them have really dealt with depression, but that's for other reasons that I won't say. Um And I think when you're being truthful with your story, that's when you actually do hit that depression point. And um, I've had really bad depression. It's been super bad lately. And that is a huge reason why I am back in America to get the help I need to make sure I'm okay as a person because I do have two kids. Um, As for the TV reality world, um, I have also deep dived into all of the suicides that have happened, all of the messed up stuff that has happened. And you'd be surprised how many people are killing themselves who are on reality TV. I had um, no idea. Yeah, yeah me too. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, a, a girl just killed herself about three days ago. Um, she was on a popular Netflix reality show in Japan called oh, the yes. Terrace House. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, and, I've seen Terrace House. I wonder, yeah. well, not maybe, I don't know if it was that season or not. But yeah, mm-hmm. she's on this season. So her episodes okay. are still airing. Um, and it's because <sighs> it, reality TV, people 
people soak that in. And just because we put ourselves out there on a show, um, they do believe that they can have opinion about us, which they can. That's fair. Uh, but there's a difference between having an opinion and purposely trying to coax someone purposely trying to hurt an individual. Cause I don't care. People can have an opinion about me all day. Yes. I signed up for this. I was aware of that. Um, but they need to also realize how show business works. And I think, think people are just so brainwashed that if you're not in the industry, you're never going to understand that. Mm -hmm. And with me, I just feel like uh, the way my story was portrayed was as if I didn't know Korean culture, as if I fetishized, I can't say that word. I always say that. like Korean men are a fetish to me, like this weird stuff that's like a hundred. Yeah, I thought that was true. super weird. When I was watching it, I was like, why do they make her look like a total dumbass? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, you know? Yeah, they made it look like I didn't go to school, even though I graduated yeah. <laughs> early. And it's just like they 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 coax you and um it's all in the editing, which mm-hmm. is yeah. unfortunate but yes it's like when they ask me do you like korean guys it's like well okay my my fiance is korean like is that a trick question like how do, how do <laughs> you course. answer that how do you yeah. answer that exactly well have you dated a korean before well i dated one korean before when i was like 16 so yes like you know um so it's it's things like that that were way taken out of context and it's the thing that i've been learning korean for two years and the way it's just edited makes me look like I had known nothing about the culture. And it's like, dude, there's a reason why I was going to Korea. There's a reason why I met him how I did. And I don't think people put two and two together. I think um, it was just really like a bad view, making me look like a Korea boo, uh, which wasn't <laughs> the case. I don't know what they were trying to do, but uh, <laughs> season two will be better. They, they promised <laughs> Well, that's good. That's good. Um, Highly, highly recommend if you're not in the industry and you don't feel like you can understand this just from us talking about it. Highly recommend the show Unreal. Have you guys seen that show? Mm -mm. I think I almost started it, but I didn't I didn't finish it. But it's so freaking good. It's so good. Um, And I think it was either written or produced by uh, a an ex producer of the bachelor or an ex someone that used to work on the bachelor. And so it, it was like using all of these behind the scenes experiences to show how they manipulate the cast, how they um, change the narrative, how they edit it to make it look a certain way and how they manipulate the fans to buy into a certain person's side and how they pick the heroes and the villains ahead of time so that like they can paint the story and really push it in that direction. And they get really upset if their person that they chose as a hero isn't winning or if someone they chose as a villain is getting liked more by the fans. And it's so interesting because after you see that show even though it's a scripted drama it's very entertaining it's very well written um but you'll you won't look at reality tv the same because you'll see like where they manipulated people where the edits are the way they narrate like how it all comes together full circle was how they wanted it to come together full circle so fascinating yeah yeah definitely it's sad um i think with uh my certain story um what they do was ours wasn't scripted 
And we made sure it wasn't scripted. And I think that's why they wanted like a little bit of control with like the way we looked and that kind of thing, uh, because we wouldn't wouldn't do anything like that because uh, yeah. we wanted to show our love story and that kind of stuff. And I think with other reality shows, not mine, uh, mine, of course, is 100 percent real guys, just so you know, Uh <laughs> Um, but oh, yeah, I wasn't talking about the reality TV shows being scripted, but the actual like the sh- show Unreal. The yeah. No, I, I know fictional... what you're talking about. I remember oh, okay, seeing yeah, yeah. it. Yeah. And I was like, but yeah, yeah. I think like so, some shows, they they have a baseline script where they have beats. Oh, some no, reality definitely. TV shows. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. They do. Um, I doing reality TV has ruined reality TV for me. I can't watch yeah. it anymore. <laughs> and I'm so sad about the it. process behind it and like yeah. all the like long stuff takes in between things and you're like oh this is actually like boring yeah and since it's and since yours wasn't unscripted um and like you had real moments in there do you ever feel like it was kind of changed in editing or manipulated a certain way oh definitely definitely uh things are definitely uh snipped apart uh with reality tv um to, to build that drama, you know, like to make it look more suspenseful. But I think like the problem with my story is it's so real. And that's what scares me. Because uh, <laughs> I can't sit there and be like, oh, yeah, no, that didn't happen. Yeah. But it's like, oh, God, like, I think that's the fear with with my certain segment. I can't speak for every cast member and that kind of thing. But it was the fact that mine was so real that I'm like, oh, God. I don't want people to see this. And with this upcoming season, I'm like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> 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 the stuff that that happened, it was bad. And I think like, I ain't going to lie. I think uh, some of the things that have happened might make reality history. And that terrifies me. Oh, shit. Because of what I, I did. Ma- really making me want to watch this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know. I can't, I mean, I I can't say what I did, but it was bad. <laughs> I was planning on watching season two, but now I'm for sure going right. to watch season two. <laughs> yeah, but that's, it, it. it's a shame. And with depression, it definitely comes with this business just because of all the NDAs and you don't feel like yourself anymore. And it's like, like, look at Paris Hilton, right? She did um, reality TV and um, they made her look, you know, like this dumb person, this dumb character. But in reality, the reason why she did reality TV was because she wanted to break away from her family and make her own money Mm -hmm. and start her own business. And she's actually this really smart, intelligent person. And she um, holds on to that Paris Hilton character even though that's not who she really is and um, I think she kind of knew though like she knew that that would sell and she played into it a bit like she was smart enough to know to play up that character in order to get the eyes on her but she's actually Mm -hmm. smart behind that a lot of people don't realize that the fact that they're sitting there and they're talking shit and gossiping blah 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 you're playing into exactly what they want you your name their name is in your mouth and that's what they want and you're just falling right into the trap so they're they don't realize that people are smarter than they portray themselves to be on tv yeah it it, it boggles my mind how much people play like fall into when you're watching it like just buying every little and how easy the, it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so true i also think another psychological factor with the uh, reality tv stars versus um traditional celebrities is like you were talking about earlier Devin like you weren't 
train. It didn't get built up into celebrity status. You were just like, bam, now a bunch of people know who you are out of nowhere. Like you're going from here zero to 60. And for, you know, traditional celebrities, not only do they have tons of representation beforehand, a lot of them are covered by unions, but they're also like they have PR reps. Um, they also have money like you have money to have a coach to teach you how to say things like there's a there's a lot of uh production that goes into shaping their branding as a person and Mm -hmm. they're trained on that before and after and during and all throughout the process when you're a reality tv star like you're gifted that and then you you don't make a like a ton of money like it's not like brad pitt and then afterwards um especially when they move on to a new season in some of these shows like like Love Island, like I was talking about earlier, uh, where people love you, hate you, you're, everything's, all these eyeballs are on you, and then they f- completely forget about you. Mm-hmm. Like you're back mm-hmm. to oblivion and they're yeah. onto the new, the new cast. And that's hard to deal with, to go through a shit storm like that and then try to go back to a normal life, like a normal mm-hmm. lifestyle is super, mm-hmm. super hard. And I totally commend you for that because that's just like, that's just like so I can't even I can't even imagine. Like I can't even fathom. Yeah, it, it's pretty much like impossible <laughs> to go to a normal lifestyle. Um, like with my certain show I did, there is um all these different couples, right? And then out of the few bunch, um, there's certain couples who are picked to continue, right? Um, it feels like a giant casting process, honestly, <laughs> um, to see who's going to be on the main show. Uh, most couples on the show only get one season, right? So then they're done and they they taste that, they grasp that. And then for those uh, popular picks, they just keep moving on to season to season to season, right? And unfortunately, like... Um, the people who don't who want that who do the show for bad reasons because there's a lot of people who do this show who just want the fame just to get quick like they kind of make up a storyline too or they like make up their backstory or whatever exactly i can't stand those people i go i tell (laughs) i'm so blunt about it on instagram i've gotten in trouble so many times for like bashing (laughs) cast members for being so fake because i i just hate that because i didn't i didn't do the show to do that um, I did the show thinking it would be fun um, <laughs> and a life changing experience, which it was. And it's like, I can't go out in public without people stopping me and asking me about my relationship. Um, I went out alone the other day and there's articles already being like, oh, is she single? What's going on? And I can't get a normal job if I even if I wanted to get a normal job. Um, thankfully, uh, because we were one of those couples that were picked to continue, I can make an income online and kind of build that up like that following up on my own and have my own following. So I can do this for however long as possible when the show's over. And hopefully once the show fades away and this fades away, if it's going to fade away, I can like regain that normal life again. But I, you never know. You never know. You So would you go out? you just see people just randomly snapping photos of you and just following you around and shit. Like how do you deal with that? It's, it's weird because like I was talking about this with um, my girlfriend and like in my head, like I'm like, Oh, I don't, I don't think I'm famous because you know, numbers like number wise, I'm like, Oh, I don't think that, but we talk about it. There's like this huge difference between reality TV fame, movie star fame, music fame, Instagram fame, Mm -hmm. YouTube fame. Right. 
And I feel like people with reality TV, they put you on towards like the movie star type of people and um, they follow you. You have paparazzi, you have random people filming you and coming up to you because in their head, it's like, oh, you're on my TV screen. I didn't I didn't choose to watch you. Like, for example, I didn't choose to watch you on YouTube. Right. Uh, For example, like I don't know how to explain that. Um, It's like you choose to watch a YouTuber, you choose Mm -hmm. to follow this music artist, but with movies and reality TV, it's kind of forced down their throats to know this person. So in their head, they think, oh, it's okay to film this person. It's okay to go up to this person and take pictures of them and follow them. And it's like this weird thing that we are placed on the same pedestal as a movie actor, if that makes sense when it comes to people approaching you out in public and article wise and paparazzi wise, right? But we don't make that money. So yeah. we don't get the protection that we mm-hmm. need. Um, I was in Las Vegas about for my for my birthday back in November. And we had gotten stopped at least 30 times. And then these girls had actually followed me into the bathroom at oh. the casino. And they were um, trying to snap pictures of me, like going to the bathroom. Ew! Yeah. Fucking yeah. bitches, man. Yeah. They're like trying to sell that shit to TMZ. Like, oh, look at Devin and her thong. Like no, in Vegas of all places. And like if you fight them, you get in trouble for that too. I know, that you can't suck. beat their ass either. Yeah. <laughs> what the yeah. fuck? Because it's, it's this weird fame. It's like, I don't feel famous. I don't, I don't feel like that. Then like online, I don't feel like that. I feel like a normal person. But then it's like, no, I, I need to remember that this is the number one show in America and it's on in 60 different countries. And it's like, it doesn't get in your head like that because a lot of these people who watch the show, you know, they don't have social media, that kind of stuff. It's the age range is about 40 years old is the normal age range for that. Uh, so they're not going to be like all up on Instagram, you know, but, but they think it's okay to approach you in public and take pictures of you and film you and there's just been so many like bad stories leaked about me and like I'm scared to hang out with anyone because I'm scared they're gonna sell a story or someone's gonna see us and assume something well I guess you have to hang out with either other reality people or like other people in the industry then Mm -hmm. right exactly I was hoping to get some secrets to sell if that's okay Okay. yeah my (laughs) bills are coming out (laughs) I was wondering like do you have like a secret girlfriend? Do you want one? <laughs> Can I be part of the narrative or the storyline? Because yeah. I'm like, oh my God. God. You guys are dumb. <laughs> Do you and Jess have something going on? It's been like a year. And I'm just yeah, like, no, people are starting They're to actually talk. secret lovers. Can someone sell that shit to TMZ? I'm like so down for that. Oh yeah. No, we've been secret lovers for a year and we had this huge plan where she was going to get up on you guys and use you and then I was like okay then I will get on TV yeah. and we'll just dominate both of them. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna Dude, bail her out of her now. marriage. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. You made it real. I'm All right, speaking of right uh, mental health though what we one of our sponsors deals directly <laughs> with mental health and that is Talkspace. If you feel like you cannot afford or you don't have easy access to uh, a psychologist or, or a licensed therapist um, you can find one online. And Gina, you want to talk about that a little bit? Oh, I thought you were taking over because you were doing so well. Hell yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> awesome. Um, so for those of you who um, really feel like you want to go to therapy, but for some reason either, one, you can't afford just how crazy the prices are or you don't want to leave the house. Sometimes what we're going through means that I we mean, can't right leave now, the house. I don't think you should leave the house. True. <laughs> right now, this you cannot true. leave the house. <laughs> this is true. Um, and I feel like, I don't know about you guys, but when I'm going through something, I hit up the girls because I need to talk about it right then and there. 
right? So if you guys yeah. ever want to do that, um, Talkspace is there for you because talking helps, plain and simple. Uh, Talkspace is an online therapy uh, app where you can go on, download it, and you answer a bunch of questions like what kind of, you know, what kind of problems am I dealing with, what I want to work on, what I want to improve, and they'll match you with a bunch of different licensed therapists. Like these people are real. And you get to choose, like, okay, I want to speak to this person, and you can change the person whenever you want to. You don't have to explain it and make it awkward. Um, and you get the support that you need on whatever schedule works for you because I don't know about you guys, but I don't want to wait a whole entire week and like jumble everything together and try to remember everything to speak to someone once a week. Um, with Talkspace, you can message them 24 seven, double text them, triple text them, send them voice messages, send them video messages of your ugly face crying. If you want Stalk to talk to them, Stalk your therapist. Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> um, and it's from your phone or your computer. And they, for uh, when I was on it, they check their phone twice a day and they'll message you like, hey, you know, like, let's talk about this. How are you feeling like this? And they'll be there for you instead of having to wait. Because um, right when you're in your emotions, you want to talk about it, right? So one month on Talkspace costs about the same amount as a single in-person therapy session. So you already know it's worth it. Um, you can send unlimited messages to your therapist. They'll engage with you at least five days a week. That means you'll never have to wait. Uh, Talkspace therapists have experience in treating depression, anxiety, substance abuse, trauma, relationship issues, food and eating, and much, much more. It's secure and private, and it uses the latest encryption technology to store client information. I know when I had to log in, every time I had to punch in a, a code or like actually scan my face. Um, wow. So, yeah. So um, we all need to talk sometimes. You know, it happens. And Talkspace give us, it gives us the support we deserve at a price we can afford. Match with your perfect therapist today at Talkspace.com or download the app and use the promo code MOOD to get $100 off your first month and help support the show, but also support your brain. Um, that's Talkspace.com and the promo code is mood i highly suggest it i use it and it's helped me a lot so you guys we all know you're crazy as shit mm -hmm. yeah yeah my therapist <laughs> she doesn't appear like it no no no. see because of talk space <laughs> my therapist is losing her mind but I'm okay. <laughs> she needs another okay. talk space therapist <laughs> also something that helps you mentally physically is also vitamins and today our sponsor is care of which is a vitamin and supplement subscription um, it's a subscription-based thing where you get a box of vitamins, and I like it because I'm I'm very simple. I have, like, a monkey brain where I like to go on and look at pretty websites and take quizzes, and that's how you uh, go on care of and you figure out what vitamins you need. They have a cute quiz that you take, and it asks you what you want to do, like what you want to take care of. Is it your brain, your heart, immune system, your vagina, whatever that you need, right? And then they'll compile a list of vitamins that they think that you should have, and... Um, they send it to your house. So it is a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that keeps you feel your best today and supports you long time. It's hassle-free and it makes taking your vitamins and supporting your health goals attainable. It comes in a cute box with like little things that you pull out and you rip it open and you take your vitamins and it's quality that you can see and taste. It's uh, There's protein powders, which are made of real ingredients that you can recognize, like organic cocoa and pink Himalayan sea salt. Um, the packets that you get are also eco-friendly, which I really, really love because I don't want individual packs of plastic crap. Um, it's made of compostable films, and there's a ton of info on how to compost them on the Care Of uh, website. And um, so I've been taking it, and I love it because it even <laughs> the thing I like about it is that they ask you, like, can you take big pills? 
If you can't, we're just gonna send you, you a bunch like, of I'm a pro. I'm like, a I, I, I could take all I the huge things in my mouth. So it's super cute. It's really easy. And it makes me feel better about myself because I'm taking the vitamins that I want to take and I know what it is. Um, so now for 50% off your care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter the code. It's one word, big mood 50 for 50% off. Again, for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter the code big mood 50. Ooh, good job, Gina. Back-to-back ad reads. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm tired. She's holding it down. We can take a break now, girl. Carry the team on her back. <laughs> Go take a shot. <laughs> um, so we're, we're back to our story. Um, you are currently back in America having um, a kind of a break. And um, how is how are the kids? Like, are do you... Are they with you? Yes, my kids are with me. They're actually upstairs running around, and I keep thinking, oh my God, the mic's going to pick it up. <laughs> I hear them. Oh, no. I can't hear them. Yeah. No, they're. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> they're great. They're wonderful. Um, my daughter is happy to um, see her family. Um, I think it was affecting her pretty badly towards. Uh, the end of quarantine. So it's always nice to see the family kind of be able to speak English and, you know, not (laughs) baby talk to everyone I'm around. Um, So it's been, it's been really nice um, just having like some human interaction with my family because in Korea, I didn't, Um, you know, I'm with uh, Jihoon who doesn't speak English. So I have to speak really slow to him. And then I have the two kids who I obviously have to speak very slow to, Um, but, but they're really good. They, they really love Korea. They're having a blast in Korea, but I think they're also really happy to be home. My son is walking now. He's one year old. Wow. It's really cool that they get to um, experience both cultures. Yeah. Definitely. Um, It's it's really helped both of them grow as individuals. And it's so fascinating to see like my daughter adapt to it. And then it's just fascinating to see my son grow up with both cultures. I'm not going to lie. I think he's actually like you know, acting more like me <laughs> and my daughter. Yeah. My daughter is adapting more to like the uh, Korean lifestyle. So that's How just very cute. interesting to me. So cute. <laughs> I love that. Kids are like sponges, man. Mm-hmm. Is she picking up Korean? Oh yeah. She could swear all the swear words in Korean. It's great. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that's adorable. Yeah, I have a question. So like yeah. I, I know that we've been talking about like a lot of the negatives and stuff, um, how it's taken its toll on you, but what positives have you seen out of this? Like I, I'm sure like, have you gotten messages from people who are really supportive, like really sweet stuff? Like what, what are some nice things that have happened? Oh yeah. So many. So, um, I, I have got to meet people I never thought I would ever meet in my lifetime. Like you guys, for example, you know, stuff like that. And yeah, (laughs) I just think it's, it's like those opportunities are amazing. (laughs) Um, (laughs) and then of course, like I have a really diehard, uh, fan base. I think they're more, they go towards my YouTube a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Um, and like that fan base is so supportive and, I've never like had so many people um, reach out to me and tell me like I look sad one day and like Aww. be like we care about you are you okay and it's like a really good feeling and um, I've made a lot of friends in New York in the uh, music business which is weird I never thought 
thought about that but interesting uh, yeah, I'm like in this crew now, apparently, uh, with them, and they're just super um, supportive of me uh, emotionally and that kind of thing. And I have, even though I've lost a lot of like friends in my my real life, um, I've made a lot of internet friends, um, <laughs> which has been uh, really great. And then obviously, of course, the fans, like they are so supportive of me. They are amazing. Without them, I wouldn't have these opportunities. I'm able to work at home and stay with my kids. And I'm getting offered jobs that I never would have expected to ever do. And I think that is truly amazing. And I appreciate all those people for giving me the opportunity to do stuff that I've always wanted to do, but have been way too scared to do. Um, and now I can do those things and then also be at home and be with my kids. But then if I need a break from my kids, I can actually go and travel now because uh, I have that uh, means now. And I think that's just amazing. I have a question. Do you like, would you do it all over again, knowing all the negatives and then like not oh, really knowing how it's going to end? Cause it's like, there's a lot of negative <laughs> and some good positives, but <laughs> Jess reads my Instagram. Guys. She's like, damn, how do you handle this? Like, damn. Um, yeah, there's a lot of negatives, but I honestly, like I wouldn't give it up for the world because I am able to be at home with my kids and I can do the things I can at home because beforehand I was working, um, six days a week, um, at a furniture store and I was pulling 14 hour shifts just to provide for my family. And I'm still pulling long shifts, of course, cause I'm at home, but, um, I'm able to, you know, interact and give them what they need. And even though I was a teen mom, um, I want, to still be able to raise them. And mm -hmm. I'm happy that I am able to raise them and be at home with them. But then with this opportunity, I can still kind of experience my youth, if that makes sense. Uh, so I'm getting like the best of both worlds in that case. Well, I think Change like you're, life. you're able to like separate too. like, you're not so fully into like what everyone thinks about you. Cause if you would still do it again and you're like, well, I see the positives of, of being able to raise my kids and the way I want to and things like that. It's like, you're not letting it get to you the way it seems like, unfortunately, some other people have who have gotten mm -hmm. so far as to take their own life after it. Yeah. I mean, wow. Like, I guess if you're going to do it, you have to be fairly stable. Yeah. yeah. That's what I really liked yeah. about you on the show, to be honest. Like, I just felt like you were super grounded. You're very articulate. You're very relatable, even no matter how they tried to paint you at any point with their makeup or whatever, or like <laughs> making you They're like, editing, literally painting. Blue. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I found you to just be really relatable. I was like, wow, anyone would feel that way in that situation. I really like that. So I'm yeah, happy that you. opportunities are coming for you. Thank you so much. That means a lot because a lot of people are on Jihoon's side and I'm just like, you guys are buttholes. His side is what? <laughs> like what his side? I hate that shit. Like, it's, like when, it's, I had, when I had my yeah. relationship online too, I'm like, why are y'all like sticking up for Joe for shit? I'm like, you, you weren't there. Okay. You don't fucking know the story. You don't know. They'll never know. I hate it. Yeah. They'll never know. Yeah. No, I know. But <laughs> I know me too. and Jess relate on a high level of being white <laughs> yeah. girls with Asian men. Yeah, we pull a crap. Yeah, that's right. Watch, I'm gonna go make like a fake, like a, a Finsta account now. It's Devin Clegg's coolest fan ever. Definitely not Gina. And I'm just gonna defend you on everything. <laughs> definitely not Gina. Definitely not Gina. 
<laughs> Someone's gonna make that shit down. Just say some dumb shit. And you guys are gonna think it's me. Fuck. <laughs> i'm gonna be texting you like hey is this you or not <laughs> um so i feel i i really like so i'm a big person i'm a big like um self-reflecting person where i kind of like a lot of times i sit down i'm like holy crap like life is so strange like it's such a weird thing like what where i've been what's going like do you feel that a lot like do you just sit there and you're like holy shit this is fucking weird like my life is very strange because you definitely do not live a normal life compared to like 99.99 percent of the world <laughs> Do you ever see yourself on TV or on whatever? And you're like, this shit kind of sucks, but life is fucking cool, you know? Yeah, every day, every day. I think every night. Um, yeah. I have I have a little uh, balcony um, in Korea at my apartment. And, like, once I get the kids to sleep, I literally just sit out there for hours and just stare out into the sky. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is the craziest thing. Like, I never thought I would be in Korea uh, in a high-rise apartment sitting and seeing this beautiful view I definitely didn't expect anyone to see this like my life story but it it's so crazy how things work out because I think about small things like if I changed one thing this opportunity would have never happened and mm -hmm. I reflect on that all the time because I was actually dating someone right before I met Ji Hoon and um he was a great guy he was super nice he's very respectful um and I feel bad. He actually really, really, really liked me. And uh, it was a really good relationship. The problem was, is he was young and he was actually doing really good with his career. And he was blowing That's up. That's the problem. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. No, no, I, I know it. it sounds weird. It sounds weird. It sounds weird. I was like, oh, going to be like on net or something. <laughs> no, that's what like, I was. I would have fucked that up. <laughs> At least you're honest. No, because he, so he's a photographer, right? And uh, he was getting like hired for like Coachella, like all this crazy shit, making all this money and traveling and getting to go to like Coachella for free and like all these cool places for free. And he wanted to take me to all these like amazing events. And um, he really wants to showcase me and it's like you know at the time I had a two-year-old and I'm like you know I wish I could do these things with you but I can't and I felt like if I dated him and he took on that role he wouldn't have been able to do his dreams and I wasn't about to do that to him yeah and I know that feeling. yeah and that's a huge reason why I did break up with him and then you know I ended up you know hooking up and then got pregnant and then here we are <laughs> Yeah, dude, I, I love how on the show, too, they were like, how did she get pregnant so fast? Like, what's that all about? And I'm yeah. like, it only takes one sperm to yeah, find one egg. The other, the, part, the other part of that is, is like they were trying to paint it like, well, that's suspicious. But there were like, what was the scam? Like, what would you get out of it? Like, yeah. you, like, like there's at that no, point. Like, and I was like, well, I pop out white? <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, I was like, well, I could have understood maybe if they introduced him and he lived in a fucking palace and he had like <laughs> crazy money pouring out the window and he was and like a regular guy living with his parents yeah i was like what's i don't get what she's getting out you know of it just stealing phones <laughs> yeah <laughs> i totally want that lifestyle uh yeah no i would say that you know all what it the is. time what is you know it? What it is i know what it is and i fucking i like everyone's the whole fan base is gonna i know i know what your fucking plans are you're a bts fan aren't you Oh fuck yeah! I'm oh shit! You're <laughs> I just saw them in concert. Oh. <laughs> I was just kidding. She helps like, my bias, bro. That's exactly what it is. She is. She wanted to get what? a Korea. She wanted to go to Korea so she can meet BTS. I fucking knew it. I yeah. knew it. You don't have I to get impregnated is. by a random guy from the suburbs <laughs> to like. It's like all I have to do is get impregnated by an and international guy. And then I will meet J Hope. He'll yeah. want to marry me. 
Uh, <laughs> no, I I do like K-pop, and I try not to tell people that because then they'll think, "Oh my god, <laughs> that's like, mine." Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, shit. Um, <laughs> Honestly, like when I was dating Joe too, a lot of reactions I got from people were like, "But why?" You know, and I'm like. <laughs> what's the scam okay i get it he's a youtuber but give me a fucking break like if i was uh, like chasing some shit don't you think i'd go a little higher than a fucking random, <laughs> random asian youtuber that's like so obscure like get the fuck out of here like, right <laughs> well i feel like they only do that with like white girls yeah for sure yeah. it's like impossible that a white girl would actually want to date an asian guy too well no it's right and then they would have too. offspring and and like you know want to actually be a family my mom's white and she my dad <laughs> she's up to something nikki i know it hasn't that come out like- yet <laughs> She's I know I'm, I'm yet, I've yet to figure it out, but I've been observing them for 33 years now. Yeah. And I think she's definitely scamming him somehow. Your dad's <laughs> Filipino, right? Yeah. Your Filipino. mom's after Manny Pacquiao. I fucking know it. <laughs> yes. Just, that's just it. Wait. You'll see. There's no, other, see. even though he wasn't really um, around in mainstream media when they first met, met and had me and probably not for another couple decades, but that's probably game. it. The long, it's a long game. game. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's true. interesting too. Do you ever get, um, when you have your son around and you're in public, do you, or, well, I guess you wouldn't get this because people know you from TV, but, um, my mom would always get looks like she was like, people wouldn't believe that she was my mom. Like people thought she was the babysitter or, um, or baby stealer. Like, yeah. Or baby <laughs> stealer <laughs> trying to sell me. <laughs> no, but like, yeah, they, they wouldn't believe that she was my mom. No, I get that. I get that in Korea, but it's for a different reason. It's because I'm so young. Um, oh. Yeah, it's because I'm so young. So they're like, oh, that lady's stealing this baby. And uh, I actually got stuck in customs on my way here, and they wouldn't <gasps> let me leave. because your they, son looks pretty white. Dude, like, I know. He's way white. Like, what the hell? Like, I mean, I, I got screwed. I Korean <laughs> in the eye. I know. Like, if you wanted a cute Asian baby, you still got a pretty white looking baby. <laughs> Dude, he's so white. <laughs> You can see the Asian in the eyes, but that motherfucker's face is white. Dude, I know. I was like, I'm so excited. I was looking at all these cute Korean babies. And then I get a blonde. I get a blonde Asian. No, it's good. He'll make me lots of money in the future. So all the old bitches have babies in Korea? Yeah, it's just all old women. Yeah, I'm really young there. Really? When they hear that I have a kid at my age, because I'm 23, they're like, oh, my God, you're a teenager. (laughs) <laughs> well that's that what i think in my right? head but here in america i feel like all the um at least in like midwest and all that like you don't have kids by 24 like what are you doing yeah 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 i just i think the one thing that i took away from this like one of the things that just in my mind bugs the shit out of me it really pisses me off that you can't fight people for being rude <laughs> like what the fuck man like that sucks like if so like the whole like girls following you into the bathroom thing that shit's infuriating. And the fact that you can't fight them or throw things at them. Because but you know who can fight them? If who we can fight them? We can fight we them. We can. Yeah, oh, yeah. Can. We're just YouTubers. Yeah. No one's going to give a fuck yeah. about us. We'll fight them. Oh, yeah. my God. That's what you should do. <laughs> yes. Get an yes. army of just YouTubers. Get an army. Yeah, an army of YouTubers. We can be the new <laughs> trap house, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we can be like, it was a prank, bro. It was for it was my prank, prank channel. Yeah, no. It's a yeah. social experiment. <laughs> well but yeah fighting, you can't fight people bugs me you know what i'm fighting for you that's what we're doing you want a person like gina fighting for you p.s by the way I feel like she'll mm-hmm. ass. no i think the most irritating thing actually is i don't care about fans it's the cast members 
I know. I'm like, the Dude. fact that you have an NDA and you can't say shit is so annoying. Wait, you guys all meet Bro. each other? Yeah, we meet each other and they all try and fucking fight me. And I'm like, what's your problem? What? Dude, yeah. They're they always want screen like, time, Devin. God, they they're the always fighting time. me. So, for example, this one girl on this uh, on this current season that I'm not part of, um, she um, she's in a same sex relationship. I can't say her name, obviously, but she's in a same sex relationship. And she just like I've never talked to her before ever. And I didn't know her story. I haven't even watched this season. And she was like telling production. I was talking shit about her and all this shit. And she was like going to bloggers and like all of this stuff and saying that like, I'm going to fight her. I have it out for her, all this dumb shit. And then her best friend is like a YouTuber, uh, but he's like a drama, like a drama YouTuber who like reports on celebrities and shit. And he tried to fight me on Instagram and I just didn't acknowledge it. I was like, whatever. Cause I knew his YouTube channel and I think they were butthurt that I wouldn't fight with them. So they made this imaginary <laughs> drama in their head to get me in trouble with the network. Um, There's a lot of people in this industry yeah. that yeah. create fake drama for their own personal girl. We know. Yeah, we, we've annoying. dealt with it. Uh, no. yeah. does, does this person have colorful hair? Uh, her partner does. Ah, okay, got it. I just. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and on that note, y'all just got some extra tea. Uh, but yeah, let's not get so Devin canceled from the show. <laughs> yeah, we, I didn't say shit. I was talking about show. Me, this hour flew me. by. You've been it such did. a great guest. Thank you really so fun. much for coming oh, on. You. you just you're mm-hmm. so easy to talk to. I, we love you. Um, and what, tell them where to find you. Tell them where like what YouTube channel and like all your Instagram shit. Tell them. Yeah, that. yeah. So my Instagram is just Devin Clegg. You know, I'm not cool. I don't have any cool names. Um, no, it's good. Same, girl. <laughs> uh, my YouTube channel is a Junie Vunny. Um, it's just, I just do it for fun. And it all of a sudden got a lot of followers. So now I'm scared of it, but I still post. It. I get that. I get that. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> I still post three times a week for you guys. But yeah, it's yeah. great. Yeah. I really enjoy it. It's it's awesome. That's She's dope. hustling. We'll put links in the description too. Mm-hmm. So go find her, follow her, show her lots of love, combat all the haters. We yeah. love you. Um, yeah. and Give her thank some you for support. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Subscribe, rate us on iTunes, all that jazz. Thank you for being here. It's been a mood and we're checking out. We'll see you next week or we might have a bonus episode this week. We don't, mm-hmm. we don't know. Mm-hmm. It might have already come out by the time. Oh, it might have already come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was last week. <laughs> you might want to check out that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Bye guys. Big Bye. mood is out. Love you guys from at Devin Clegg fan. Definitely not Gina. Follow me. <laughs> <laughs>